Hello everyone, happy Tuesday. <laughs> happy Tuesday and welcome to the first episode, the inaugural episode, if you want to fancy your term, of the Snap Judgment Podcast. My name is Joe and I am a fan and player of Marvel Snap. Of course, why would I be doing it not, uh, otherwise, right? Um, and I decided uh, that I want to try to venture into the podcast uh, thing for the game. Um, I am a content creator otherwise. Uh, I do a, a, a project that I've been doing for three plus years, uh, a pro wrestling stream, uh, which is uh, watch alongs and news and things like that. Uh, with a with a co-host and friend of mine on a, on a different channel on YouTube and Twitch and all that kind of good stuff that we've been doing for a while now. So I have done content creation uh, prior, uh, but I'm a big fan of this game. I really love playing it. Uh, I have since I started, which is close to when after it released. I didn't get in on the beta. Um, but I, uh, I did, I did see it. Uh, of course, I get sent things to my phone and stuff, things that would interest me, um, and uh, and I got it. And man, I just, I just fell in love with it right away. Um, I'm, a, I'm an older guy. Uh, I'm, I'm a middle-aged man, and uh, you know, family man. I have two daughters, and, and I'm married, and it, yeah, I just don't get the time uh, to play games and stuff that I like to play uh, like I used to. Right. Um, in fact, right now I'm sitting on Spider-Man Two. It's, it's still in its box. I haven't been able to touch it. Um, I've got Mario Wonder, and I played that for a little bit last night, a couple hours. It's fantastic, by the way. Um, but uh, I wanted, I was so interested in Snap when it came out because I wanted a game, uh, when I saw it, and they said that they're quick three-minute games, that's what really what grabbed me. Because I thought, oh man, okay, um, this is the kind of thing I can I can sit and play in the bathroom <laughs> when I'm in, or I can do something between work when I'm on break, and 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 it's not going to take a lot of time to do, and that's really what attracted me to the game, um, and um, you know, so and I've loved it since I really have, and it's it's become an addiction for me now. Uh, I I love it a little more than I probably should, uh, and I play it a lot, so that's why I wanted to do it. I'm just very interested in the game, and and I got say too uh, I went and created a Twitter account for this um, I am on Twitter normally also um, and I can I can give you my Twitter handle uh, later on if anybody's interested but I'm on there also with with my my personal one and, and the stuff I use for my wrestling one um, but uh, I went and created a Twitter account. And I gotta say, the other one of the other reasons why I really love this game is I love the community. The community for this game is is beyond amazing. Um, there, you know, some other places you see so much garbage, right? So much drama and everything. I see it with the wrestling stuff constantly. Uh, tribalism and drama and all that kind of stuff. And and I gotta say, uh, just from the time I created my small little Twitter account that I have for this, uh, I've gotten so many people that follow me and, and, and people that had written that they would let me let them know when the podcast comes out we're interested. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Uh, people don't have to do that. They're very busy. They have their own things going on. Uh, and so I gotta say that it was really amazing to see. And thank you uh, to all of those who did that and expressed interest in listening to me. Um, I'm very flattered by that. So I, I really appreciate it so all right so let me um so let me get into this a little bit and uh the way i thought i'd start um because listen i know there are so many content creators that do work on this and they are phenomenal uh, all of them i've listened to them all uh cozy snap uh what a what a fantastic dude he is <laughs> Uh, I've, I've seen a lot of things on YouTube, right? Um, and, and again, me being a creator for wrestling, I've seen people do wrestling streams. I've, I've watched others and all throughout this thing. Uh, but one of the things you really have to do well, uh, when you're doing this is you've got to have a personality. Uh, you've got to have, and, and what I like about Cozy is his positivity because that, again, that gets missed a lot of the times, you know, people, just today get frustrated about things whether it be well whether it's anything you, you can get frustrated with a game I, hell i've gotten frustrated with marvel snap uh <laughs> you could and then you go and express that and you're angry and all that stuff but man i, I gotta uh, man i gotta applaud him uh, for his positivity always has a smile on his face uh and and his content is tremendous i'd recommend him to anyone um alex kocha 
I, I kind of, you know, I, I like watching him too because I think, you know, he might be a little closer to, I don't think he, it may not necessarily be my age, but I think he's a little bit, you know, a little bit older, uh, which I appreciate that. And Alex, uh, oh my God, he's a warrior, man. That dude has a job and then he does 24 hour streams. Good Lord. Uh, I'd be passed out on my couch. Uh, so applause to him. I've listened to so many um, uh, streams that are at the Cam Best and uh, Lambie series uh, that does that podcast with him. <coughs> um, I listen to I've listened to all the podcasts. Snap Judge or Snap. Oh my gosh, I'd have to look them up. I, I'm sorry if I don't remember the names on top of my head, but hey, I'm old. You got to give me a break. Um, but yeah, I, I've listened to you all, and for all of those of you who have a podcast, I've probably listened to it at one time or another, and they are phenomenal. Everybody who does this thing, they do it a different way, and and that's great too. But you can one thing you can tell is that they all have a love for the game, uh, and that's that's part of the reason why I'm doing this. Um, but I wanted to talk about a, a little bit, I guess, about how and how I'm maybe a little bit different. Um, some people have gotten into this game just because it's a card game, and that's perfectly fine. Um, and they may not be the biggest, maybe they're not the biggest Marvel fans in the world, right? Maybe they just enjoy CCGs or they enjoy card games, um, which is cool. Uh, you know, people played Hearthstone and may have not been a Warcraft player, uh, and that's perfectly fine. So um, I, that's where I want to say where I may be coming at things from a little different way here is, and a lot of it, of course, has to do with my advanced age. <laughs> I've been reading uh, comic books, my gosh, uh, since 1970, probably six. Uh, I, I was probably about five and six years old when my grandparents were buying me comics um, back in the mid seventies. And so from then on, I, I was hooked. I, well, I mean, when I was a kid, uh, we grew up with, um, Mego. I don't know if you've heard of them, but Mego action figures, kind of like men's Barbie dolls in a way. And they were dressed in like the silk clothing and the plastic, uh, boots and stuff like that. Man, I had them all. Uh, I, I had all of the DC characters, the Marvel characters. I had the play sets. My grandparents were so great. Uh, and they bought me all of this stuff, my parents too. But uh, I had like the Batmobile and the Hall of Justice and all of that stuff. Uh, and that's the stuff I was playing with when I was five, six years old. Um, and, and I read comics from that time until now. And I really never stopped. Um, maybe for a little while, like when I was in, you know, in high school, like around the, my senior year in high school to the time when I graduated uh, or, you know, high school. And then when I went to college, I may have stopped in, in there a little bit. Uh, but then I got back into it big time when they had the whole death of Superman storyline and when they killed off Superman in the nineties, cause that was just unheard of. Like, oh my God, they're killing Superman. Um, but, uh, but my comics background, uh, Marvel wise, I mean, I've got... I have graphic novels. Uh, you all, you guys all know. If you're comic readers, graphic novels are just big collections of storylines that you can buy in like a in, the, in a bookstore. Um, and I, I've had, I have some of those that were made in 1974. Uh, they're amazing reads. They're they're just they're all about the origins of all the Marvel heroes. Because I was too old at that time to get those comics. Those comics that were made in the 1960s. Um, that came out and I was too, you know, you have copies of those. You're probably a rich person, uh, because they are worth a, a lot of money, but, um, but I was able to read them. And so I read the origin of Spider-Man, the origin of the fantastic four, the origin of Thor, the origin, you know, all these characters. And that was one of my favorite books as a kid. And I still have it, uh, to this day. So, uh, so I've read them all. Um, do I have my favorites? Absolutely. Uh, I, I kind of went a little weird direction with the comics. I was, I was always drawn to Spider-Man, of course. Yes, uh, my absolute favorite. I had so I had a huge collection of Spider-Man books, big event books. Like I had the Death of Gwen Stacy book, which is one of the biggest. Like I couldn't believe when I read that when I was probably about eight or so and she died. Uh, it was unheard of uh, to kill anybody completely off in a comic book. And when that happened, it was it was unbelievable for me at that age. Um, I wish I still had them, but uh, unfortunately, my mom decided to give those away uh, when I was in college. So I lost out on a, a, a pretty, really a good collection of uh, books that I no longer have. Um, but uh, but yeah, Spider-Man was my favorite, but I also gravitated towards some of the 
off characters a little bit. Like I was a big Doctor Strange fan. I loved reading Doctor Strange comics. Back then his comics were like very psychedelic. They had a lot of colors and a lot, I mean, think about it. They were made in the seventies. So the sixties and seventies, that was that era. So Doctor Strange stuff was really, had a little horror, a bit of horror elements to it too, which I, which I always kind of liked. Um, and Fantastic Four, I uh, love the Fantastic Four. Love Johnny Storm was one of my favorite superheroes uh, growing up as a kid. Um, so, uh, and that that through the 80s and Secret War, uh, the, the Infinity Gauntlet thing, I read all that stuff when it first came out. So when I saw some of these things appear in movie form, oh my gosh, dude. Uh, when they when they did the first Spider-Man, I was in the I was in the, the movie theater. I was like I was in awe of the fact that I'm like, oh my god, we're getting a Spider-Man movie. Um, and I sat there and I was I mean I, I I was probably misty-eyed watching it because I never thought in a million years we would get what we got. And I'm just you know to this day seeing the things that they did my gosh when i saw thanos in that post credit scene i almost like in the wrestling business they call it marked out i almost like i almost got up and shouted yes in the theater uh when i saw him always been a favorite character flying thanos uh and when i saw that i was like over the moon i love this stuff i do i love the content that they're doing i don't care what it is uh whether it be on disney plus whether it be in the theater wh wherever it's gonna be man i'm down for it because i'm just a fan I, I i never in my life thought i'd see it i never did you know batman in 89 superman in 77 superman in 77 was the first superhero movie i saw uh, the tagline to that was you can believe a man can fly and boy when i when i went to that film at that age i was just sitting there with my eyes wide open um so i am a fan of this and uh and i always will be I always will be. Call me a geek, call me a nerd, whatever it may be. Uh, but I love this stuff. And I still read comics to this day, whether, you know, and mostly Marvel. Um, and, and, and I just love these characters. So that, which is what drew me to Snap. Uh, that's what drew me to the card game. And so I think in that way, I may be a little bit different because I do have a huge, not saying that there's nobody else out there that does, but I do have a huge comic book background that leads way back uh, to the 1970s. So um, wanna know who my favorite character is in Marvel? Man-Thing. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> what is, um, I was, my, of course when I was younger, Spider-Man was definitely Spider-Man. I had Spider-Man everything. I had those really bad 1970s Spider-Man Halloween costumes with the plastic masks that smelled awful, by the way, when you wore them for a while. I had one of those. I, I, yeah. I'm swinging around my parents' house when I was six years old with a rope. Um, not from stuff, but pretending it was a whip. Uh, but yeah. But as I grew older um, and I got my love of horror, uh, man thing. Uh, when he just came to the game, I was over the moon. Like, they made my favorite hero as a card. I uh, couldn't wait to play it. Uh, and I like it. I like what it does. Uh, I would have liked the, the swamp graphics on it are awesome, but I would have liked the fiery thing. Simply because if you've read Man-Thing comics and you watched Werewolf by Night, his whole thing is whenever someone ha is, is afraid, okay, or somebody's afraid of him and he touches you, you burn. He literally will burn you alive. Uh, that way, that's one of his powers. Uh, in the comics, they used to say, whosoever knows fear burns at the touch of Man-Thing. I think that's how they used to say it. Uh, but I like the comic. I was introduced to that with a, with a book and record back in the 70s. They used to make comic books. They used to come with a little record you could listen to. It's kind of like an audiobook. They'd have people read them. So actors, you know, voice actors would, would read them aloud and act out the parts. And my parents bought me this uh, when I was probably eight. Uh, and uh, it was a it was literally a horror book. There was a clown on the front that, that man thing's carrying. Um, and maybe some of you will have known this issue or it is, uh, but the clown ended up committing suicide. <laughs> so he kills himself in the swamp. I'm at eight years old and reading this. Uh, and he takes a gun to himself and kills himself in the swamp. And Man-Thing gets involved. And, that, and that, that was how I was introduced to the character. Um, but uh, he is my favorite Marvel character. When I saw he was going to be on Werewolf by Night, I was over the moon. Um, I did see the TV series. Eh, wasn't the, the one that came on sci-fi rather wasn't a series it was okay i i wasn't thrilled with it um and so uh there, i'm sorry there was a movie and then there was a, i think there was a movie and a series neither one was very good 
but the Werewolf by Night thing, ugh, absolutely amazing. And I love how you called him Ted. Uh, that, of course, is Ted Salas. He's, that's, his, that's his real name. He was a scientist uh, working on the Super Soldier Serum. Uh, got, uh, they tried to take his, uh, I think it was, uh, was it Hydra? I think it was Hydra that tried to take his uh, formula from him. Uh, his wife actually betrayed him, which, by the way, want to know a little, little thing here. In Iron Man 3, there's a character in that where after Iron Man uh, gets, gets uh, get, his house gets blown up and he, and, he get, and he goes to that area where he meets that, that young boy. Um, and he goes into the bar and there's a, there's a person there who's asking him all kinds of questions. She has short red hair. He ends up fighting her a little bit later on. Her last name was Salas, which is really cool that they did that because that's technically Man-Thing's wife. She uh, was the one who betrayed him to Hydra. Uh, and then he ends up falling with his serum on him, basically into the swamp. Uh, he, get, he, he crashes his car into the swamp and the serum comes out and it goes into his body. And that's how he turns into Man-Thing. So that's why they call him Ted. So... Um, so that's, I think that's what I bring. Uh, I, have got, I've got that knowledge, uh, that comic book stuff, the backgrounds of a lot of this stuff, the backgrounds of these characters. And so I appreciate it a lot more when I see it in Snap and I see th that they include the lore a little bit, right? The characters kind of do the things that they do or the things that they're supposed to do. And I kind of, I, I really love that. I think that's amazing. Like how they fix Spider-Man and he swings back and forth. To the, you know, that's pretty cool. You know, although don't get me wrong. I like the webbing thing too. That was just a very easy win, especially playing certain decks. And I'll get to this a little bit later, but yes, yes. I am a Galactus player. <laughs> Please don't hate me. Um, I'll tell you the reasons why. So my background with comic fandom. Uh, my other background that I have is card games, right? Where did I get started in CCGs? Uh, well, I will tell you. Uh, the 1990s and Magic the Gathering. Um, my friend, uh, he was my best man at my wedding, actually, owns a comic book store. And hence of my love for comics. Um, or did own a comic store, not anymore. But um, he had started getting these packs of cards in his store. And we're thinking like, oh, well, what is this? And, and he's like, oh, it's a new card game. I, I'm not really sure. You know, they told me about it. And uh, and so I figured I'd get some in the store. So we started buying a couple packs and we got into it. Uh, I would say if you're a Magic player, I got into it around Unlimited version. So we didn't get into the Alpha, didn't get into the Beta. But the Unlimited version is what came after. Uh, so that's when we started buying our cards. Uh, and then we, Legends, the Legends series of cards back then was still out. So we were still able to get packs of Legends, but they were expensive even at that time. They were $15 a pack. But we still did. We still bought them. We went nuts. Uh, we went a little crazy. Uh, if you're a Magic player or an ex-Magic player, I will tell you, I owned a set of Moxes. Uh, a couple of them were beta. I owned uh, a set. I owned a Black Lotus. <laughs> Oh boy, uh, a beta Black Lotus, by the way. Um, and no, I don't have them anymore. Uh, I sold them back in the day and boy, am I kicking myself in the butt for that. Uh, I <laughs> went and saw one of the guys I used to play with. Uh, we used to go to tournaments almost every single week. And one of the guys that I used to go to tournaments with, one of my, one of my good friends, uh, he saw me uh, not that long ago now. He sold his collection. He had beta everything. Like he was able to, what we did was to get those older cards, we'd go to big, big tournaments, right? And the people that were at the tournaments, they had dealers that would sell cards. Well, they at that time were selling their old cards for the new ones. So like, so I would go buy a box of the new ones, right? Open them all. And then I would have doubles of, of a lot of these cards. So what I would do is take my doubles and I'd go to these dealers and I would trade them like rare cards for the old stuff. Because the older stuff wasn't really selling at that point in time. It wasn't really big, right? So I amassed a collection doing that. Um, and man, oh man, uh, you know, if you want to know what I played, I was a discard, black discard player. Uh, if you want to know what I played, um, I used my mocks. I used the card called Dark Ritual. I used uh, him to Torok. Uh, I made people discard their cards, and then there were there were cards that penalized you if you had no cards or less than a certain amount in your hand, and then that's how I'd win games. Uh, but anyway, sold my cards, and man, am I sad I did. Uh, that one card, that Black Lotus, sells on eBay, and I, it makes me sick. <laughs> it just it makes me sick. Uh, I can't even tell you, uh, it, it, I've seen it for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, and my friend said to me when he came up to me, he said, we would have been millionaires had we kept on a hold of these cards. And I'm like, oh dear God. Um, but 
what could you do? I kept a few, and I still have one of my decks, uh, but that's how I started. I uh, love Magic. We went to many, many tournaments. I won tournaments. I uh, I mean, the ones that they would have, uh, we drove out of state for. We played in some tournaments that were for $10,000, $15,000, and stuff like that. Uh, we had a great time. We played it for many years. Uh, and then as life happens, things people do things. You know, friends got me and my friend got married. Of course, I had some kids. And, you know, you, you get away from it a little bit. But that's where this all started. Um, I played Hearthstone for a little bit. Um, online, I was a big World of Warcraft player. I played that for many, 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 many years. Uh, too much to count, probably. But um, I played uh, Hearthstone for a little. Um, it was okay. It was kind of a time waster for me on the computer. I would do that every now and then. But I never really got into it big time. So so I do have a little bit of a background in CCGs. Um, and uh, I tried some others uh, online uh, that were out there. and But I never really got into them. Um, and then I saw a snap, and uh, like I said before, I was just hooked. I uh, just absolutely loved it. My experience with it, man, did I love it when, when it first started. And you were getting, the, you're climbing the ladder, and you're getting those packs. It was so cool. You're waiting to see, like, oh, my God, what am I going to get? What am I going to get? What am I going to get? Boom, you open a box, and you get a character. And, then, and even back then, it was like, you didn't really know, you know, what characters were good, what characters weren't. You know, here I am, I'm just playing around with everything, right? I'm just trying everything. Like, all right, let me build this deck. You know, Captain America, well, he's got to be good. Punisher, he's got to be good. Uh, <laughs> they weren't. Uh, but it was so it was so much fun. I enjoyed my climb so much uh, from Series 1 to Series 2 to the grind. And that was Series 3. And, oh, my God, did that take forever. I remember going through, and at that time, you had the sites out there, right? Like, on and, and, and snap zone that would have lists so I'm there like popping off my cards I'm like okay I got this one I got this one I got this one so which ones do I need and I'm looking I'm looking at it and now I'm at the point where I uh, there's certain decks I want to make and I'm like oh I'm like, man come on I want this card I want this card like, nope <laughs> I can't laugh like um but I, I just love that it was such a fun experience that um I'm almost a little jealous of the people that are just starting because it was so much fun to play that and so much fun to go through that and now um and I'll you know I, I'm not gonna talk at length about caches and all that kind of stuff today because I could spend an hour on that alone um but it's obviously for players that have gone through that part of it it's certainly not as easy anymore to get these cards um uh, so yeah, so next up again, uh, what this podcast is going to entail is just pretty much what I, I'm going to talk about. It's going to be probably not much different than the other podcasts that do a tremendous job with it. I'm going to talk about, uh, new cards that come out. I'm going to talk about what I, what I, how I play. I am no expert. I am not claiming to be, uh, you know, these other guys like the, the cam bests and the Lambies and the, and those guys and cozy and all those guys, and, uh, you know, all these other people that I watch Binks. Uh, Regis Kilbin, uh, uh, Dexter, Dara, they're fantastic. Uh, and I am not going to say that I am a fantastic player. In fact, I'll be completely honest with you. I've been playing for almost a year. I have never once, never once hit infinite. Never once. Um, I got to 99. <laughs> and, and then I, and I lost a minute. I will probably tell you, and I don't know how many of you out there are going to listen to this that are going to agree with me, but I sometimes feel like I literally am the unluckiest guy in the world uh, with this. Uh, and it does get so frustrating, but I've seen some people's advice. And the one thing I, I, will, I took to heart was some people say, because I would sit there and sit there and try to grind and try to grind and try to grind, and I'd lose and I'd lose and I'd lose and I'd lose and I'd, you know, I'd get up to a level and I'm like, and right back down the ladder. Um, and, and the one thing I saw... Whereas people say, just get away from it. Just get away from it. Walk away. Because when you get to that point, and the one thing I can't stand, and it's a little nitpicky thing with me, is mirror matches. Oh my God, do I hate it. It, it happens so much. I could change decks to something. Like, I'd be playing a Loki deck, right? And the, the mirror comes. I'm playing Loki. I could, And it basically, now it's a race to Elsa. It's a race to Elsa Bloodstone. Whoever gets her first wins. Um, I could be playing a discard deck, like that, you know, something, and then all of a sudden my opponent has a discard deck. I could be playing a a ramp deck with Galactus, and then my opponent has a ramp deck with Galactus. It happens so much. I think that's something I wish they could fix. I, I don't, you know, I know it's based on your MMR. I get that. I know it's based on collection level. Mine's like over eighteen thousand, so my collection level's high. 
Um, but and, but I think that's something I hope that matchmaking gets fixed with that because it's one nitpick of mine. It's just too much. And it, and it does kind of suck because you're just racing. Like, who gets the better cards? It's it's who, if you know you have a mirror deck and you see that other person has it, you know, okay, if they get their Elsa, they win. And that it happened to me today. Somebody played, they got their Elsa down. I'm like, yep, I'm out. <laughs> so I learned so much about snapping, uh, so much about when to snap from the from the content creators. Uh, Lamby is fantastic with that. Um, I listened to podcasts from him. Um, but yeah, what this is going to be, is it just going to be this? I'm going to be talking about Snap. I'm going to be talking about uh, where I am, what I play, decks that I use. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the new cards, new releases, maybe throw in a little bit of comic lore, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, that's that's in- essentially what it entails. Uh, my experience with the game has been, um, well, I'm not going to say it's been all good. Nothing's all good, right? There's always little nitpicky things. Uh, I don't, oh my gosh, do I get annoyed at the, e- the emote stuff? <laughs> I really hate it uh, when somebody knows they got you beaten. Here comes the spams. Here comes the 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 you know the Ms. Marvel, and here comes the I'm losing, and here comes all that. Oh my God, that stuff drives me nuts. I've probably muted more people in this game than I should have. Um, but uh, but boy, do you love to beat them. <laughs> I had one yesterday. The guy thought he had me. Uh, came back and I and I end up beating him with a leader because he thought he had me in one lane and I knew where he was going to play. He was playing a discard deck and the only card he actually had left in his hand was Apocalypse. So I knew it was coming. I knew where he was going to play it. Boop, I throw the leader there and I beat him and he's like, oh, I'm losing, I'm losing. And I end up winning and I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> so then I just started hitting the spam thing and I'm like, yeah, you're getting it right back. Uh, but oh, it's so annoying. Uh, but I'm thankfully the mute button's there. Uh, but other than that, it's been it's been really, really fun. I'm really enjoying it. Obviously, uh, I spend way more money than I should on this game. Um, <clears throat> I, I am collection complete. I have every card. I'm going to be buying Nico. T- not buying, but I'm going to be getting Nico today. Um, <clears throat> full transparency here, guys. I am not going, going to... Um, I, I, I'm certainly not going to lie about things. I'm certainly not going to embellish things. If I say something's bad, I'm going to think it's bad. I'm going to tell you it's bad. Um, I'm honest like that. Uh, I do the same thing with my wrestling show. If I think it's bad, I'm going to say it's bad. If I think it's good, I'm going to say it's good. And I'm going to say how much I love it. That's just how it is. I'm not going to beat around the bush with stuff. I'm not going to embellish things and make them seem better when they're really not. So I'm going to, uh, that. that's just me. That's how I'm going to do this. And that's what the podcast is going to be about. Uh, so that's that's how I'm going to do this. Uh, favorite cards and decks. Well, I already told you. <laughs> my favorite card is Man-Thing. Uh, just because I love the character so much. Uh, my favorite deck will and always will be Galactus. And let me just explain why. You're going to be, some of you are probably going to like, oh God. <laughs> oh God, no. Um, the reason why I like it well, number one, I do like the character because that storyline in the comics was amazing. But um, when they started the Big Bats, right? So when the series things first started, you know, and we were still pulling caches that would give us series four cards uh, on occasion, very rarely. Uh, but then we also were able to, at that short time, get series five and series six in caches. They were extremely rare. And I'll never forget it. I'm sitting here getting ready for work. And I'm just playing a little bit and I get a cash and I go, boop, I win a game. I get a cash. I popped it open and there was Galactus. I'm like, no way. Now I wanted Thanos because again, the bigger Thanos fan, I wanted Thanos, but man, Galactus pops up in the cash. I'm like, dude, now this was when they were so hard to get. So no one had it. No one had it. But now here's, here's, here's the kicker. I didn't catch on to the ramp stuff thinking, you know, and these really strong decks that you could play with Galactus at the time, right? When you remember when the Spider-Man thing started, I had no clue. And I didn't put two and two together thinking, oh, damn, I get Galactus. I put Spider-Man out. I locked the lane. They aren't beating me. I didn't catch on to that for a little bit. So I had that card probably before I could have probably climbed to infinite and back had I known how to do that. But again, you know, I was I was just out of series three into series four and five, and I'm still pretty new to the game, so I didn't know ab- about the combos as much. But man, uh, I've had it since then, and that's why. And it's 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 it was just a cool th- when I saw the explosions. I'm like, this card is amazing. It blows up all the other lands. Uh, you just see boom boom. You see it you know, all of them go, and then it's just him left. 
And I can't tell you how many more times I've lost and then won with him. Uh, people, you know, I get him out, I blow up the things, I'm sitting there with him, which at the time he was a three, right? Yeah. And I'm sitting there and, and my opponent, and then I, I have my null in there, and I have my death in there, and I'm like, oh my god, my null is like 30 points, my death is 12, I'm, I'm here comes Shang-Chi. <laughs> no sir, you're not winning today. Uh, so I lost many, many times with him too. Uh, but <clears throat> I, I just like the card and I just like what it does. I know people say it's polarizing. I get it. I do. I understand their point of view. Um, it's not fun to lose to it. Absolutely. Because you're, you're even today I, I, when I do still play it, I have one deck that I play a minute. It's a ramp deck with Sandman. Uh, which is annoying as hell too. And of course, I also have Aliath, right? Uh, Aliath. When when you play, you know, you get that combination. You get you get Galactus if you're and you you are you are going to be uh, you're having that priority, right? You have to now with Galactus being a, a being able to be countered by just about anything out there. Um, so when you have priority, you know it's over. It's over. If you get him turn five. Get, uh, with an electro or get him turn you know even turn four you get him turn four and you're ramping you could use a liath on turn five and then odin on turn six and it's just i mean that's nasty and i get it i get why people would understand and even a liath is, is is pretty brutal i've been getting beat by a beat up by a liath the last couple days when people get me with that turn six a liath and it's still it's still not ingrained in my brain you you, you do and i heard this from alex kocha you you have to go in thinking they're going to beat me with a life. How do I avoid being beat by a life? You do. And I, I certainly don't do that as well as I should. Um, so Galactus is my favorite deck. Uh, Man-Thing, my favorite card. And that's just because of the comic book fandom. So that is about me, the first half an hour. Um, <laughs> uh, and and the second bit of it, uh, of course, it's uh, of course it's, it's almost uh, just about almost 2 p.m. where I am. In an hour or so, Nico Minoru is coming. Uh, Nico looks like a very interesting card. It's very different. And some, some of the content creators are comparing her to uh, the original Snowguard, uh, which I could see that, uh, the, the way it works. Uh, but Nico's going to be very interesting. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with her yet. I have enough credits. I have like 26,000 or so credits. Uh, so I could buy her if I want. Um, and I have about 11 of the Spotlight Caches saved up. So I could also open Caches. Um, the, the last case I opened for, uh, Black Knight, cause I didn't want to buy him. Um, I ended up opening four and that's luckily the first time I got stuck like that. Um, but I could see how, how that, that's pretty lousy if that happens a lot, uh, that you, but I've been pretty lucky. I've gotten most of the cards, the new cards on first pull, a couple on two, but most of them are our first pull. So I've been very lucky with that, but I can see. Um, you waste those four cases and you're like, ugh, it feels so bad. Especially when the card isn't that great. Like, Black Knight was fun, um, but he wasn't a great card. Uh, so, uh, you know, that felt bad. And I, and I, so that's now what has, what keeps me wondering, do I want to, now that the, um, the variants this week are cool. Uh, what is it? Kitty Pride, I think is one of them. And, uh, and Phoenix Force. And they're both, they both look good. So I won't mind getting them, but I still don't like wasting those caches on, on just variants. Um, they're so, they're so important for, for the card. And, and again, I'll get into this in a future show about the card economy and stuff like that. Cause I know a lot of people talk about it. Um, it's not great. It's really not great. After you come out of series one, two, and three, and you're gaining cards, you're gaining cards. Remember I talked about that experience being so much fun. And then you get to this. Uh, and you're lucky. There are some people out there. I mean, I'm lucky, but there are some people out there that don't have stuff saved up. There are some people out there that don't have the ability to get these cases. They're not easy to get. They're not easy to save up for. You got to do a lot of work to do it. And for people who are casuals, it's not easy. So, but I'll get into that more down the road. But Nico, um, I'll, I'm, I'm, I have to decide how I'm going to get her. I don't know yet. I uh, definitely will uh, because I want to keep my collection as complete as I can. Um, what I'm going to play her in. Uh, probably try her and destroy and probably phoenix force that seems to be also maybe thanos i think they're the best three ways you could use her thanos could be a big sleeper here because of the stones um and how the spells will affect the stones um destroy seems to be and i know alex and cozy talked about this a bet a, a good place to put her um because of the again the synergies and stuff that she has um, you know, and then 
you know, the, the Phoenix Force, which is a very interesting deck. I tried that, and I got the combo off a few times, but it, it, again, for me, and I don't know if it's just my lousy luck, uh, but for me, I just don't get the pulls right. Like, I just, I don't get, if I get the, if I get the multiple man, I don't get the carnage. If I get the, uh, you know, the one time I had a human torch that I that I used Carnage on, and I brought him back, and he was going around the board, uh, you know, he was he was a 14, and he was a 27, but I really didn't get much else the rest of the game. So I had one lane one, uh, and then I couldn't win a second lane because I, I wasn't getting enough stuff. So it just seems like it just doesn't synergize really well for me, uh, but I'm gonna try it because I think Nico will be good with her. But Nico's very cool. Uh, all those spells that she does, and I'm not going to go over the card per se here because I know a lot of the, the content creators already did that. Um, so, um, you know, in the future, I'll probably go over them a little bit more as as, as I get into it. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, um, so um, I, uh, I'm i going to get it. I'm going to try it out. I already have a couple decks already pre-made. I don't know if any of you guys do that. I sometimes will go in and I'll pre-make a deck. Uh, and just leave out the one card that I know I'm going to include or, or have included. Like I made a junk man thing uh, deck knowing when he was coming and then I just slapped the card in there when it came out. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, um, but I will play her. Uh, we'll see how she is. Uh, I think in my opinion, uh, it, it could go either way with her. I think she could just be very too RNG-ish where just, you know, she, sorry about the motorcycle there outside my house. Um, very RNG-ish where it's just going to be a lot of luck and a lot of timing or else it's going to be very bad. Just very bad timing. And that's also going to depend when you get her in the game, right? And, you know, one card doesn't mean you're going to get her at the beginning of the game. Certainly not for me. I, I sometimes get one cards on turn five or turn six when they're going to be good for one turn. Uh, like my Nebula, I'll pull her on turn four, turn five. I'm like, great. <laughs> what, the, what am I going to do with this? Um, so yeah, but she could certainly have an effect. I think she's going to be fun. Uh, Black Knight was fun, right? Uh, and I think she'll be fun. Uh, do I think she'll be meta? Uh, will she change the meta like Loki did? Probably not, if I had to guess. Probably not. Uh, Loki and Elsa were meta changers. Um, they tend to be making, at least the pattern looks like, right? That the meta-changing cards are the season passes. Which I guess is smart from a business standpoint. Um, you're going to put, um, like, you know, you're, you're going to get people to buy it. Uh, because now they see, they say, wow, Loki was powerful and I didn't get it. I really should have gotten it. And wow, Elsa was powerful and I didn't get it. People are going to start to think that. And then going forward, they're going to be like, hmm, I better buy that season pass. Uh, so it's smart, right? Smart business, uh, for them to do that. So, um, but yeah, but yeah, I'm definitely going to get her. Definitely going to have a deck for her. I will be playing a little later. Uh, once I get all my little household things done that I need to do today, but, uh, but yeah, enjoy Nico, man. I, I, I and this is, this is cool. The one thing that's cool is, you know, yes, you're getting a card every week. I know people would like it a different way, you know, like magic when you get sets or like, um, uh, and, and I'll just give you my little thing about that. Because I know so many people talk about well, they should have sets. Here's the issue with that. Magic can constantly pull from many different types of lore. Um, is the best way I can state it. They're almost akin to Dungeons and Dragons in a way, right? Where they can they can they have a big, huge lore established. And they can pull from that lore. And they can also take some of their cards that they made prior and remake them. Like, let's say there was a card that I used to use called the Hypnotic Spectre from the Unlimited series. You used to make it discard a card or make a player discard a card whenever you hit them in an attack. Um, you can take a card like that and remake it 16 different times. Magic did. So just call it something different, make the ability a little different, and do that. I think, though, that the limitations for... Uh, for second dinner is the fact that Marvel while they have a ton of characters yes some of them are lesser to the point of that they probably wouldn't constitute making a card for and so that said I if they release like a 10 card set every month eventually the timetable would run out because Marvel their comics and I've been reading them for a good while. They don't make new characters a ton. 
they announce one here and there. Somebody comes into a book here and there, but they don't have a ton. Now, yes, they have a lot, and it'll be years before Marvel would, before Snap would get to them all. But I think there'd be a finite time at that point when they wouldn't have enough characters to make unless they started remaking. And I don't know if they want to get involved in that. So I think that may be a reason why we don't see sets. Because I know there's people asking about that. Hey, I, I think it'd be cool if they released a five-card set every month or something like that, or 10-card set. But I just don't think they would because I think it would end up being over time they'd end up running out of characters and they'd end up having to repeat at least that's my opinion um state of the meta <laughs> so many people talk about this um do i like the meta reminds me of state of the union state of the meta um do i like the meta i think so um there were some metas that were really just heavy-handed um that you either were stuck playing what the meta was playing or you weren't winning it was that simple I don't think that's the case. I've tried so many decks. Um, the Black Knight deck I was playing for a little while. I've tried Living Tribunal. I'd never played a Living Tribunal deck. So I went and I found uh, some people that were playing with a decent one. I made a couple card adjustments and I played it. And it's it's fun. It's fun. <coughs> um, that's the one thing I guess about me. Because I'm a casual player, I certainly can't sit and play this game for hours on end. Sometimes I wish I could. Um, and, and I wish I, you know, then that would probably get me to, uh, infinite, maybe even if I were able to do that, I just don't have the time. So I'm a very casual player. Um, and you know, that said, I like to try a lot of different decks. So what I'll do is I'll go into proving grounds with the decks that I want to try. In fact, it's funny because I probably have more, I forget what the shot points are called for, uh, for conquest, but I have so many shot points built up. <laughs> I, I have enough to buy every single item for the whole rest of the month. Uh, and, and then some, uh, but, and that's because of all the time I spend improving rounds, testing out decks. Cause I don't want to lose. I hate going down on ladder and sometimes I'll be honest. And please tell me if there's others that are out there that are like this. Cause I, I, I feel like I'm being silly. I'm sometimes I'm afraid to play ladder because I hate lose. I hate going down the ranks. I, I, you know, like I said, that one time, I think it ruined me when I got to 99 because I was so, all I had to do was when, like at that time it wasn't eight, I think it was 10 still, but I, I just had, and I think I got to two or three or four. And then all of a sudden I just, I'm probably getting so nervous and I don't, I don't even want to snap. I don't want to snap because I don't want to lose. I don't want to end up losing. And if somebody would snap me, I'd get right out because I'm like, nope, if, if I didn't think I had a guaranteed win, I was out of there, but I hate, I hate dropping ranks. Um, and it just, it just sucks. You earn your way up to where you are. And then you're like, oh my God, I'm just losing and losing and losing. Oh, one side note, any of other, any other of you find out that there's certain times of the day you just cannot win. <laughs> it's just, it's so silly. Like for, for me, 9 p.m. Eastern time or 8 p.m. Eastern time to like one in the morning, I'm a night owl. To like one in the morning, forget it. I, I'm lucky if I win one or two games. I just can't beat anyone. And it's the weirdest thing. It's like I get the lousiest luck, the worst locations. That did, and I just just get beat up. And so you will ask, well, why the hell do you play at that time? That's a lot of the only time I could really play with my schedule the way it is. Um, but state of the meta, I think it's okay. I think we're in a pretty good meta. People are trying different things. I've seen, I'm not seeing all the same decks. I'm seeing Shuri. I'm seeing uh, Loki. I'm seeing a lot of Ilsa uh, in a lot of different decks. <clears throat> I'm seeing Destroy. I'm seeing a lot of Destroy. A lot of destroy, which kind of surprises me, but I guess it's because armor is not really out there much. Uh, there was a time I was playing armor in every deck because there's so much destroy. Um, so, uh, but I don't know. I think it's a pretty fun meta. I do. I don't like Alief. I think he needs to be nerfed more. Uh, the three nerf, yeah, who cares? That that does nothing. I don't think to me. Uh, that does nothing. Yeah, you can beat it with a Doom bot, but who? How many people are playing Doom? How many people are getting Doom on that last turn when they're gonna play? A, when they're gonna play the Alieth? Uh So yeah, uh, you can play him with a Jeff the Shark, but I don't know, uh, or beat him with that. I, I it to me, it's still just it's too much. I think they have to change it. I think maybe he should kill the flipped cards, not the unflipped ones, or I don't know, something. But they, I think that has to get figured out because everybody's playing it. Everybody's playing it. Um, and it's the six turn card. So if you're winning one lane, you're going to win. 
you're just going to win. If you're winning one lane and have cars in that other lane and you know the addition of him is going to get you over the top, you're going to win the game. It's that simple. So I think it's, it's that's the reason why Galactus went. And I think that that's the reason. In, in fact, to be honest, being that Galactus fan, I think Alioth should have been the one to get nerfed and not necessarily Galactus because it was Alioth that was doing the damage after Galactus was in the lane. So, yeah. But I think meta is pretty good. Uh, the welcoming snap community, I, and I said this, uh, I said this earlier. I actually started the show with this. Um, you guys out there uh, are really incredible people. Um, I don't know any of them personally. Uh, the content creators, the, the the people who have who have um, followed me on Twitter, uh, things like that. The people that are going to maybe listen to this show. You are incredible. I have not seen, and believe me, playing Magic over the years, I've met a lot of people, a lot of great people. Uh, but there were some, and, and at times when you go to these big tournaments, there are people who wouldn't even look at you. You know, they're, they're, they, they, don't, they won't come over and shake your hand. They won't say hello. They don't even give you a second look. They just kind of look down at you like, I'm better than you, and I know it. Um, and, and I don't care who you are. Um, but the community in this game is awesome. And that's a comment, you know, that that's a credit to Second Dinner and a credit to the game that they made. And a credit to just the, 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 the game players themselves in that they share their love for Marvel Comics and for this game. So the community is awesome. Um, and uh, and yeah, like I said, the other creators I enjoy, I already gave you their names. Um, Cozy Snap, Alex Kocha, <coughs> uh, Regis Kilman, Binks, uh, Dara, I've watched. I've watched Ordinary. Harry, jeez. Um, Man, I know there's some I'm forgetting. Um, uh, man, I, I'm, yeah, I know I'm forgetting some. Listen, I'm old. You have to give me a pass. But everyone's podcasts that I've listened to, um, I and you know what? You know what I'm gonna do? Why not? Right? This is uh, this is my show, so I can do this. I have listened to the Snapback podcast. Awesome. I have listened to the Marvel Snapcast. Very good. Awesome. I, I've listened to all of these because what I do is I, I go into my Apple, uh, my iPhone here, and I just type in Marvel Snap. Uh, and that's how I found uh, so many of these. Uh, and I listen to these on my ride to work because in many cases, they make they help me to get better. Uh, and hey, what's wrong with that? Uh, can't stop snapping. Oh, uh, there we go. Uh, can't stop snapping. Uh, I love that show. Um Michael Thurman and oh my gosh, my gosh, I feel so bad. Um, I'm forget Teddy, Teddy Ninja. <laughs> Teddy's got the best voice. I used to be a DJ, by the way. Uh, back what's a DJ? Uh, I used to be spinning records uh, in college. I was a DJ back in the day, and uh, Teddy's got a DJ voice, man. That dude is so soothing to listen to. <laughs> He is so fun to listen to. Uh, he's very mellow, and I just love his voice. It's so calming. He's got like a calming effect voice, um, and I and I love. Yeah, Teddy Ninja's fantastic. A great, great, uh, great show that he does. Uh, the Snapshot, of course, is KM Best's uh, podcast, which uh, is is very good. Um, uh, I've listened to that a bunch. That's a that's a really good one if you want to learn the ins and outs. They've had Lambie on there talking about. Uh, you know, how to snap, how to play Thanos. I love that because that's a very educational show. Um, Marvel, uh, the Snapback Podcast, Born to be Cosmo, another great one that I've listened to. Uh, Dex and Dara Podcast, I've listened to that one. Snap on Ego uh, with Bootman. Love Bootman. Uh, I, I, I love his honesty. I absolutely love that. And that's what I'm going to try to emulate here. Uh, but but yeah, these, these guys are all fantastic. They do such a great job. Snap Foo. I've listened to them all. I've honestly listened to them all. Uh, and I think they're all really, really fantastic. So um, the future of this game. Doing, do, I hope, I hope, I hope that it has a great future. I really do. Um, I hope it has a great future and I hope it lasts a long time. Um, I happen to play, um, a, uh, I happen to play a Marvel card game, um, that went and came out and you know what? I'm searching for this again too, because I, I can't remember the damn name of it. Uh, Marvel card game. Uh, I think it was like the, the, I know it was in the two thousands, um, what, I, let me see if I can find the name of this game. Um, 
Oh, you guys will probably know. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm doing dead air here. Just trying to find what this was. Um, oh my gosh. I'm never going to find it, Emily. Um, I want a digital card game. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I'm looking, 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 looking. I can't find it. I know I will, but uh, the point is, uh, I played it for a while. And um, Marvel Trading Card Game. No, 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 no. Oh, brother. I know I'm not going to find this. The reason I bring it up is because it was, uh, I loved it. I collected everything. It had cards that were based around the movies. Um, like the Thanos, looked like the Thanos in the films. Uh, the Ebony Maw, he had all the Black Order, which I, I hope they bring those to this game because Black Order would be awesome. Um, but uh, hopefully they bring them in. But I, I, I invested so much in this game and it just died it just died and then the, you could tell the creator of it wasn't even interested in doing it anymore and all it was really primarily when you look back was a money grab they just did it as a completely money grab for the people because of the films coming out once the film stopped a little bit uh which was after infinity war and after endgame they pretty much were disinterested and it stopped so I'm hoping, and I, and I think it will, that Marvel Snap will go a lot further than that, just because of the way the game is set up. That other game wasn't set up very well. They didn't have a lot going for it. So while I enjoyed playing it, I just didn't think there was a whole lot of interest in it out there. But uh, but yeah, I, I think they have a bright future. I think they have good people there. Ben Brode seems like an amazing dude. Glenn seems like he's, he's great. I think they have good people there. And I think that this will this will last for as long as they want it to. I, do I think they need to change things? Yes. And I'll get into that in a later show. I think they, they do need to change some things up. I think they do need to add some game modes. I would love to see a draft. Uh, there was a draft when we played Magic. And I think a draft is a great thing. It evens the playing field. Uh, and, it, and it really goes by, you know, who is, is the better player at that point? Because what can you make from what you draft? Um, so it's fun, and I think that that's, a, that's another uh, great place to do it. So, All right, well, the maximum recording time they allow me on Spotify here is 60 minutes. <laughs> so I'm just about there. So I'm going to wrap up this initial episode by saying... My name in game is Host with the Most. H O S T W I T H or W I T H T H E M O S T. If you ever happen to be playing me, um, awesome. I, I I hope that I see some of you out there in game. Uh, please don't eat me. <laughs> uh, I, I I really hate it. Uh, but uh, but yeah. Uh, thank you all uh, for tuning in and listening to this first first episode or inaugural episode of my podcast. Hit me up on the Twitter uh, or X or whatever the hell they're calling it. Um, hit me up there. Uh, my, uh, my channel is Snap Decisions, uh, a Marvel Snap podcast. It's at Snap Decisions 53. So hit me up on there. Follow me, please, on there as well. I will certainly return the follow. I am open to putting out there. I see people run contests. I'm always sharing that kind of stuff on my Twitter. So certainly share that stuff with me. Certainly share your podcast with me there as well. And I will add that to my list of the many that I listen to during the course of the week. Uh, but yeah, man, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you tune into my show. I'm going to try to do these every single week. Maybe at some point, if it gets big enough, I'll go to a video podcast too. Like I said, I do that with my wrestling show. By the way, just a cheap plug. My wrestling show is Insiders Pro Wrestling at InsidersPW on Twitter. We have a YouTube. We're on Twitter. We're on uh, Facebook. We're everywhere. So uh, if you're into pro wrestling, Give us a follow. Check us out. Um, I am on there live on my shows that we do three, four times a week on YouTube and that broadcast to all the other networks. So please do that as well. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to doing this. I love this game. I'm looking forward to, uh, to, to talking about it every week on here. And I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of new people and a bunch of people out there that are in the Snap community. So everyone, thank you for listening. Really, really appreciate it. Have an awesome rest of your Tuesday. And I hope to talk to you again. And I hope you check out my show. Have a great day, guys. Enjoy Niku. And I'll talk to you next week. Thank you much.